I was so depraved I went astray The cost was great I couldn't pay It is time to have access to uncommon realms of glory and success Yet, this can only be achieved on the platform of the mystery of wisdom. Get set, Prophet Prince Ohini Bequin is teaching mysteries for your mastery. Focus, listen now. Can to clear my Shaprata kapala dabada, lepala daba shaprata kapala daba, marata kapara daba shaprata vala daba she, fellow nomo shapala brata kapa, rabala braba bala daba Father, open my heart that I may understand Your word. Open my eyes that I may understand Your word. Open my ears that I may understand Your word. Lift up Your voice and pray. Kelo zobo shigele vola bahasa. Kaparanda saprata fala dabase, paradalio paranda sapala brakapala dabasa, regada vadala dabasa, frata kevala dabasa, elelelele deboshi katala dadala dabasa, alada brata padabala dabala dabada, saprata kapala dabala dabalaba, kapala dabala balabada labalada, palala brababala dabalabadaba. Makapala da balabala da baladaba, kapala da balada baladabas, rata kapala da balada, kapala namasabal, palada balada balada balabada, parata tapala da baladaba, palada basa paradaba, makapala da baladaba, manana mana mana masa, palada balada baladaba, palada balala bada balada baladaba. Rita Valadaba Shaprata Kavalada Saprata Paladaba Paradaba Shaprata Kaba Amanaba Shaprata Felano Sopololo Kose Eporata Kasafaladabase Efelanema Shaprata Kapaladabaya Matata Braba Baladaba Shapaladaba Marata Bala Braba Baladaba Shakata Brabala E palo sapala brada balada balada basa. E pala bata katala dabasa prata kapa. Marata kapala dabasa prata kapa. Kaladovo sefala nemiosa. E pata sapata prada kapa. Shebreke pala dabala dasambra nasa. Atalo saprata kapala daba. Father, open my mind that I may understand your word. Open my ears that I may understand your word. Matolo sefe bela da hosa. Kola taba sefarata kapa. Shala brata kapa la brata pala da bala. Brevela da basafrata kevala da basa. Ika pala da basa brata pala da ba. Mantala la bala bala ba. Mala da brata baso pala da se. E fala pata brata kapala da basa. Eka pala basa prata kapala da basa Repala sa prata kapala na masa prada da bala na basa Lega da bada la da basa prata kapala da basa Eka lada da sa pata la da basa pala da brava Mata la da basa pata vrapa pala da bala In Jesus name Father we pray 
this morning that you grant us understanding into your word in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Right. Engaging the force of the mind. This month, we have been looking at the blessings and benefits of kingdom service. In fact, our first meeting, I actually preached on seven great blessings of kingdom service. Why it is a blessing to serve God. Why it is a blessing to do something in the house of God. Amen. Amen. Tell your neighbor, do something in the house of God. And ask the person, what do you do in this church? Yeah, now there are people who just go to church and they sit on the chair and they go home. They don't do anything. If you don't do anything in the church, you are really not part of the church. If you don't do anything at all, you are not part. You are just around. You are just around. And being around is different from being part. You can be in a garage. That does not make you a car. Being around is different from being part. You are part of something when you contribute to the growth of that particular thing. So, everybody who is in church must be part of the people who are working in the house of God. Amen. Amen. That is what shows that you are really part of the house of God. That is what shows that you are part of the house of God. I talked about divine presence, that when it comes to people who serve God, God is with them. And I said that this divine presence is not the presence of God in every believer, but the manifest presence of God in tangible situations. Cannot see the hand of God. And they cannot tell what has really changed by the hand of God. They are just around. But there are other people who know. If a man can say, if I be a man of God, let that and that happen. Or if I be a woman of God, let that happen. Or if I be a servant of God, let that happen. And it happens. It is a sign of the manifest presence. And not many people can say that. Because not many people serve God. So that's one of the blessings that come. I also talked about divine guidance. That it is only people who serve God who are led by God. Because serving God means going where God is going. And if God is going somewhere and you are serving him, you will definitely be going there. So if you don't serve God or you don't do anything in the house of God, it will be very difficult for you to be led by God. Because even if God speaks to you, you will still not obey. Yeah. So that's it. Then I also talked about the blessing of divine health and protection. It's a great blessing that comes for people who serve the Lord. You see how the Bible said in Exodus chapter 23 verse 25 that those who serve the Lord, he shall take sicknesses out of their lives. Yeah. And John chapter 15 verse 2, Jesus said, those who bear fruit, he will prune them. He will prune them so that they bear more fruit. He will take the unnecessary weeds, sicknesses away so that they, be, be, they are able to bear more fruit. Why? Because they need strength to bear more fruit. 
And having the strength means sickness being taken away. So serving God has a way of, you know, making you even stronger. Amen. Yeah, serving God makes you stronger in your body and in your mind and definitely in your spirit. I also talked about um, the fact that when you serve God, you will not be found in the realm of premature death. You cannot die anyhow. It is thieves and robbers who die prematurely. Yeah. And wicked people. People who serve God, they grow to the fullness of their age. Because God has decided that his eyes are on them for them to fulfill that assignment, which is contributing something to he God. So he'll make sure they live long. So, you know, it's not just a prayer to pray for you to live long. You must actually do something, engage the covenant of kingdom service to see that blessing come upon your life. May you live long in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Everybody thinks that he will live for 120 or 100. But it's not always the case. Mercy. The truth is that there are things that you have to do to see the blessings of God. And one of them has to do with kingdom service. I also talked about uncommon victory. And there is something amazing with serving God. Because there are many accusations, slander, malicious words, <laughs> gossips that come around people who serve God. But it always don't get anywhere. Because God always defend them. Yeah. You can consider the life of Apostle Sam Cranche, Apostle, fine, Sam Cranche, too. But I want to talk about Apostle Isaac Osubempa. How he's divorced three times, and yet the church is full, and he's blessed. And people listen to him. And presidents listen to him. And he has a voice. Because he serves God. You can, whatever you want to think. Because he's a servant of God, it will not do anything at all. If he likes, he should marry again and divorce again. It will not affect the ministry at all. Because there are things that he has done for God that some people who are married for 100 years will never try. And God will always choose his servants over those who don't serve him. Always. Always. That is why I am assured that irrespective of my mistakes, I'm going to end well. I am assured. Yeah. Because what I engage in serving God, most people do not engage. And that's why God will always speak me out. Whether the case is true or not, he has divorced and he has really divorced. And so what? Look at that Bishop Nicholas Duncan Williams. He's, he's divorced as well and he's remarried. Okay? And people say it will collapse. In fact, somebody wrote an article that it will collapse Christianity in Ghana. Yes, we are all collapsed. Forgive. He's stronger, better, wiser, nicer, more beautiful, more everything. The accusations were leveled. 
and can he pin at all because when God when Jesus appeared to him in Kolebu in D7 where he was on the emergency as he was about to die Jesus spoke something to him and he spoke something to Jesus and that was not recorded by daily graphic or times or GH page or uh, my joy online is between he the servant of God and his master Jesus the irrespective of the accusations he is still standing I see you standing in Jesus name Amen. so when people are trying to find problem for you just serve God that's all yeah just serve God now listen anybody who serves his master his master will defend him everywhere so just serve God. What you, you Miss Master, I was talking about, was it last week or last two weeks? Godwin's case. Was it last week or last week? One of the week, last two weeks. Last week. Yes. How some worms and caterpillars wanted to eat him up. And how I said, no, it won't happen. It will not happen. In fact, I have not even gone to the case whether what they are saying is true or not. That's not the case. The case is that as this young man has decided to serve God, you know, with me, it's my work. Me, I'm just human. It's my work to defend him. How much more God? Yeah. So it's my work. And as the pastor, I have a duty of shielding my people. Is it not a wonderful blessing? I thought you clapped for me. I've tried. Yeah. Yeah. There is no case, no legal case. Whatever you forget it. Yeah, we are in it together. Amen. Amen. It's a great blessing. It's a great blessing. It's my work. Yeah. That's how the Lord the Lord is that million times. You see, David in the Bible had did had done a lot of stuff. God said, no, 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 don't touch him. I'll protect him. If you have a case, take it to God. If you have a case, take it. Just arrange your case properly and take it to him. Because for people who serve him, he always exonerates them. It is his idea. Do you know why? Now, in every generation, like as young as you are, there are many people who don't want to serve God. Do you know that? There are many people who are drinking, smoking in the world and all that. Now, you have decided that you will serve God. Should God leave you for the devil to destroy you the way he's destroying other people? Then God is stupid. So, God is actually not going to look at the case. He's going to look at who is serving me and will save the person from the trouble and will take the person away from that issue. It's always going to be like that. May you serve God in Jesus' name. Yep. Tell your neighbor, forget about the case. It will not go anywhere. Tell the person it will not go anywhere. It will not go anywhere. What has what have you done? Ah, somebody killed many people. He wrote two thirds of the Bible. Forget it. So it's one of the blessings that come with serving God. And there's also the blessing of supernatural provision, where God provides for people who serve him supernaturally. And I said that most people 
usually, I mean, do not really have faith in God. They, they trust in men and pray God will bless it. That's different from people who do not have any man to look up onto and they just look up onto God. So when you read Matthew 6.33, you are going to see how Jesus said, when you seek first the kingdom of God and the righteousness of the kingdom, all other things that others are looking for will come to you. To Bernard about it. And he was, at a point he was frustrated. And I told him that as you, have, as you are serving God, God will bless you. Forget it. It will come. It will be big. And all. One time he came to me with a testimony. And he had received a powerful job. And the net salary, the base salary from where he was going to start was 4,000 Ghana CD. And that allowances and all were not part. By the time you add all that, you can buy a land every month. And he was 20. I think now he'll be 29. Yeah, so that was quite some four, three. No, two years ago, he was 27 or so. It's a blessing. Serving God. God suddenly provided for him. Now, where he had a job, most people said he would never get a job there because it was a top-notch place in the country. But when I prayed for him, and as I prophesied to him, that's what I saw. And I told him that he's going to have the job. And he had a job. So, I mean, blessed. He's married. He's married. And I'm sure the wife will give birth very soon. Hallelujah. Serving God. Just serving God. I had a vision of one of my sons who medically they said cannot give birth. Now what I'm saying now will happen in the future. And as he was engaged in serving God, he had children. He had many children. And after having many children, they, they medically examined him and they said he cannot still have a child. But he had had three already. God provides. So serve God and serve him well. And any little thing that you can do in the house of God, do it and do it well. Amen. Amen. This morning, we are continuing from there. Last week, we didn't talk about kingdom service because of the vows day service we had. But I hope it was a blessing when I talked about preparing for a glorious marriage. So today, let us continue engaging the force of the mind so we are still talking about kingdom service and today i want us to look at how to engage our minds in serving god amen now every believer is called to the ministry of reconciliation second corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 and 18 i said every believer is called to the ministry of reconciliation. <clears throat> Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 and 18. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Verse 18. All and all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself by Christ Jesus. Have you seen that? And has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Amen. Amen. 
Every child of God has been given a ministry. And the ministry is called the ministry of reconciliation. The ministry where we preach so that people are reconciled back to God through Jesus Christ. That is the ministry of reconciliation. So every child of God is called to the ministry. Every child of God is called to the ministry. I did not say every child of God is a pastor. Neither did I say every child of God is an evangelist. I did not say every child of God is an apostle. No, every child of God is a prophet. I said every child of God is called to the ministry of reconciliation. What is reconciliation? When there is a problem between two parts and you, you come between the two parts and you are able to settle the matter and bring peace so that now the one side can now meet with, join with the other side, that is reconciliation. So when you read the verse itself, you see the reconciliation that was done by Christ. And all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself by Christ Jesus. Have you seen that? So we were standing at one side, God was standing at the other side, and Christ Jesus was in the middle. So Christ Jesus reconciled us to God. That is why the Bible, Jesus said in John 14 verse 6, that I am the way. A way links two places. A way links two people. So if Jesus is the way, he connects humanity to God. Okay? Jesus is the central link between human beings and God. And when Jesus brought salvation by dying on the cross, he made it possible for human beings to connect back to God. And that is what reconciliation means. And Apostle Paul said, by what Jesus did, and after he had ascended, he gave unto us that ministry. As the Father sent me, so do I send you. John chapter 17 verse 18. So now, the church, the body of Christ, Christians, are the people now standing between the world of sinners and God. And our work as a church is to connect the world of sinners to God. Our work is to reconcile the world of sinners to God. And that is the ministry of reconciliation, which is given to every child of God. Which is given to how many people? Every child of God. So, if you are a Christian, you are called to the ministry. Is somebody here? Yeah. If you are a Christian, there is a calling into the ministry over your life. You may not be a pastor or an administrator or uh, an accountant for the church but you are called to the ministry of reconciliation you are called to win the lost people to god you are called to preach the word of god you are called to be a soul winner and that is your calling there is no special calling as a soul winner there is no special calling as a, a, a somebody who win people to christ everybody is called into that place. Amen? Amen. Everybody.
That is why a pastor, a man of God, must never forget to make the altar call after preaching. It does not matter the topic you preach on. It does not matter the message you preach on. You must always make an altar call. Fine. If you are only talking to people you already know are believers, but uh, that is different. But if you have people around that you do not know whether they are believers or not, you must always make an altar call. For example, if I'm talking to Bernard and Bella, and they come around me and I preach to them, I will not make an altar call because I already know they are in the faith. That's what I'm saying. But if I'm talking to people, let's say you've come to church, there are one or two new people who are around and we've never seen them before, I have to make an altar call. What am I doing? I'm doing the work of the ministry of reconciliation. If they are not born again, it's an opportunity for them to connect back to God. And you have seen in our church the many times that as I'm preaching, when I make the altar call, people come forward to give their lives to Jesus. And that ministry of reconciliation is the work of every believer. Tell the person close to you, you are called into the ministry. Tell another person, you are called into the ministry of reconciliation. And ask the person, how many people have you led to God? Ask the person. So there is a real work to do than to be thinking about what will be the color of the t-shirt for anniversary and what will be the cloth style for the campaign. These are all stupid things that waste a lot of people's time from doing what they have to do. And what they have to do as believers is to reconcile the world of sinners to God. That is the work. That is the primary work. So everybody who is a child of God is called to that ministry of reconciliation. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 18. Now, the second thing I want you to realize is that every child of God has been committed to preach the word of reconciliation. Every child of God has been committed to preach the word of reconciliation. Verse 19 of 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Verse 19. To wit, that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. Have you seen that? Not imputing their trespasses unto them and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Did you see that? not imputing their trespasses unto them and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. The word of reconciliation is the good news. The good news is that as believers, we have to go out and tell unbelievers that God is not holding their sins against them because of the finished work of Christ Jesus. That is the definition of good news. That is why I said the good news is not about hell. The good news is not even about heaven. The good news is not about the fact that there is a judgment day to come. The good news is that the sins of men has been forgiven them by reason of the finished work of Christ. 
And that is why it is good news. The good news is that the king has prepared his banquet and he says, come to his house and eat forever. The good news is that the father says, now you are his child, come to him now. That is the good news. And that good news is not a message of criticism. It's not a message of uh, antagonism. And it's not a message of insults. So when you hear that say somebody is a man of God and he preaches. And when they say he preaches, it means that he's insulting people. That's not preaching. That's not the work of an evangelist. It's not to insult sinners. The work of an evangelist is to preach the gospel to them. And the gospel, the word gospelia, means good news. So the, if the news is not good, it's not qualified to be good news. It's hell good news. It's judgment day good news. It's not good news. So there are many children of God and there are many men of God who are even preaching from the word of God but, but they are not preaching the word of reconciliation I don't know whether you are getting me I'm not trying to do theology this morning but it's possible to be preaching things in the Bible and you are not really reconciling people to God if you go out and you are talking about trousers and you spend two hours talking about trousers it's not preaching the gospel it is talking about Leviticus. Leviticus is not good news. Okay? And one of the problems that I actually saw when I was growing up with the evangelist I met was that they were too judgmental. And sometimes they were not even educated. So the lack of education plus judgmental attitude was bon frater. They just insult people Anyhow, and they say they are preaching. There are popular men of God who are known by insulting people. That's not gospel. That's not gospel. God has given to us the ministry of reconciliation and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. And the word of reconciliation is that, as the Bible said, to wait. God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not placing their things unto them. So the good news is that when we see unbelievers, we tell them that God has paid the price for you. Jesus has paid the price for you. You are free to come to God. He's not going to make any new requirement. All that you have to do is to believe in the work that his son did. Is that all? That is all. That's what qualifies it as good news. That is what qualifies it as good news. One day I'll take my time to teach this. But how many of you are getting me? At least you, yeah, that's it. Tell your neighbor, when will you begin to preach the good news? Uh, if you have to, if you bow a suit of you know, somebody hearing it. Huh? Kind of crazy stuff. It's become popular, and the gospel itself is not popular. As I'm teaching now, most of you are realizing you don't even know the gospel. The gospel itself is not popular. It's nonsense that is popular. All right. So as you step out to talk to people to come to God, you are telling them that Christ has paid the price. 
There is no other price for you to pay. Listen, the Bible says in Ezekiel and says in Isaiah. And so what? Summarize the thing. If you are really preaching the good news, you won't spend more than two minutes. You will spend more than two minutes. Eh, when they are giving news on TV, how many minutes do they spend on, on one news? Less than two minutes. And you say you have good news. As Bible says, in a, ah. And so what? Most people have entertainment in their mind, not resource. Entertainment. You are talking to a non-believer about the Bible set. The unbeliever does he read the Bible? Present to him the good news. You say the Bible said. He has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. The word of reconciliation. Life is easy. Human beings make it difficult. Life is very easy. Look at verse 20. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. Have you seen that? What's the work of an ambassador? Representing the one who sent him. Is that not the case? So we have become people who are representing Christ. Hallelujah. As though God beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ. Stead, be ye reconciled to God. You see the words that are used reconciled, reconciled, reconciled. It means that in many years ago, man was with God in the Garden of Eden. But because of sin committed by Adam and Eve through high treason, man was now separated from God. And that is what Christ came to reestablish. And he has brought us into fellowship. He has brought us into relationship. He has brought us back into the family of God so that now we can say we are children of God. And Christ has already paid that price. Amen. And the reason why people will go to heaven is not because Christ died for them. Christ died for everybody, including the unbelievers. Everybody, including the unbelievers, are part of the people Christ died for. So you are not going to heaven because Christ died for you. And number two, you are not going to heaven because God has forgiven you your sins. When Christ died, God forgave humanity the sins of us. The only reason you are going to heaven is because you know the gospel and you have believed the gospel. And the reason why others will go to hell is because they do not know the gospel and they have not believed the gospel. It is not as if the day you believe the gospel is the day Christ died for you. Christ has died for humanity's sins. But if we don't preach the word of reconciliation, there will be people who Christ has died for who will still go to hell. Oh, you don't think that people who go to hell, Christ has died for them? He's died for everybody, including those who are going to hell. But they are going to hell because the church fails to tell them the good news. That's why. So we are not going to heaven because uh, Christ has died for us. Neither are we going to heaven because Jesus has paid the price for us. He's paid the price for everybody, including all sinners. That's why the Bible said, God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. 
But the reason why we could not, some people would not be able to make it to heaven is because the church has failed to preach the gospel, which is the good news, that the sins of the world has been forgiven them. And that is why preaching that message, teaching that message is important. All right. Ah, uh, yeah. So there is the work of ministry that everybody is called to. And that work of ministry is called the work of ministry of what? Reconciliation. Amen. So what, one of the things we are trying to do as a church is that through this church, people should be reconciled back to God. That's why the teaching, the preaching, altar calls. And when we step outside for invitation and evangelism, it's the same thing. So that people are reconciled back to God. We are not just doing things. I'm too wise to just do things. I know what I'm doing. I know. And I understand what I'm doing. All right. Now let's go on. That the work of ministry, as every child of God is called to, is a mental work. Romans chapter 7, verse 25. The work of ministry that we have been called to is a mental work. Romans chapter 7, verse 25. I thank God through Christ Jesus our Lord. So then, <clears throat> with the mind, I myself serve the law of God. But with the flesh, the law of sin. Amen. I myself serve the law of God with the mind. So the work of ministry is a work that you have to be thinking about. And I've established that everybody who is a child of God is called to the work of the ministry of reconciliation. So what I'm trying to establish is that for every work that you are doing in the house of God, you must use your mind. Your mind must be productive in that work. Because everything we are doing here through the teaching, the preaching, the ministration of the prophetic, the healing, the testimonies, the evangelism, the inviting people, the social media, is all to get the world to come to Christ. Everything is geared towards that. And that's why the vision of the church is to do what? To win the lost at all costs to God through Christ, which is what? The ministry of reconciliation. As I established from the word of God. Are you here? Yeah. So everything that is being done here is systematic to achieve a certain results. Okay. All right. Let's look at something. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 1. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 1. Perhaps you should know that it's one of my favorite verses. And there is something that I want to show you. And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently on the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe, that's what I want you to take note of, to observe and to do all his commandments which I commanded this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. Amen? Yeah. Everybody say to observe. So it, when you observe all the instructions, that is when you will succeed. It, it, you, you observe to do. You observe to do. The, the whole thing is not just about hearing God. It's about observing the commandments. How do you observe things? You use your mind to analyze them. When you are observing something, you use your mind. 
to analyze it. And God is telling you that to succeed as a church, to succeed as a person, to be raised higher, to be set higher above every other person, you must use your mind to observe his instructions. But most Christians don't employ their mind in observing instructions. At all. But you need to use your mind to observe the instructions. With the work that God has given you, 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 you use your mind to observe it. You use your mind to understand it. You think about it. You get it. And you know the danger. It's not just observing something. No. It's observing to do all his commandments. So as many commandments as you have not observed is the reason why you don't succeed. To observe to do all his commandments. How many of his commandments? This is the one I've chosen. This one I like this one. This one I don't like this one. How do you get six A's when you have a favorite subject? You will fail. How do you get eight A's when you decide that you ask for some subjects you like, some subjects you don't like? You have to observe all the subjects in order to be set high above all the students. In the same way, as you are doing the work of ministry, reconciling the world to God, you have to observe all his instructions. God has called us to be thinking people all our lives. That's it. And if you are not a person who thinks about what he says, and you, think, you don't think about what he says do, there's no way you will succeed. It's thinking, just observing things. Observe. That's why scientists are thinkers. You get it? Because scientists generally observe things before they make conclusions. They do a lot of what we, we, we call observation by empirical data. And they do analysis. They do interpretations of the analysis and conclusions. They think. Scientists are careful. They are meticulous. When they see something, they think through it. They think properly. And they usually observe things. You get it? So, you see, most of the difficult things are things that scientists can easily relate with. Why? Because they observe things. Things, they, they look at things from a different angle. But most people are not observant. And you need your mind to observe things carefully. And if you don't employ your mind, you cannot observe things. And if you cannot observe things, you cannot be set on high. If, if you decide that you won't use your mind in your work with Christ, nothing will work. The work of God, as I said, is a mental work. It's a thinking work. It's a work that you have to engage your mind. Either than that, it's not going to work. And that's the word of God. That is the word of God. You hacking to do and observe all the things. You observe all the instructions. You observe. The only kind of Christian who will succeed is the thinking Christian. Is the one who thinks about the work that God has given him. Imagine being a caterer at a restaurant. You know, as Christians, we are also like caterers. We, 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 we cook and we serve people with the food. You know that? Yeah. And when you read um, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 2, you see how the Bible says, As newborn babes earnestly desire the sincere milk of the word that he may grow by. So when somebody is coming into Christ, we give the person food, which is the word of God. He eats the food, then 
he gets stronger. He gets stronger. He gets stronger. The children who just came to Christ, we give them milk. Those who are growing, we give them solid foods, but semi-solid foods. Those who are grown, we give them solid food. Those who have really matured, we give them bones. Different levels of food for different people. Are you getting me? Yeah. So, if you are a Christian and you are a caterer and you are going to give food to the non-believer and that food, you did not observe it well. Whether the maggi is enough, the spices are enough, the salt is enough, the meat was cooked well, what will happen? So, generally, people just don't think. And when you hear that, it's not an insult. It's a true reflection of many people and their lives. They just don't think. They don't really observe things. They just do things. But God has called us to observe all his commandments. Do you know how many commandments are in the word of God? 10 million times, 10 million times, million, millions. Observe all of them. All of them. So, as much as you don't know of the word of God, it will not benefit you. It's a thinking ministry. It's a thinking uh, 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 calling. It's a calling. You have to use your mind. Okay? Yeah. If you don't use your mind, your, even your natural life will not work. Before we come to spiritual things and all, just your natural life, it will not work if you don't use your mind. So using your mind, in fact, the mind is the greatest asset that God has given us. The mind. Okay? There are, there are five most important assets in the world. Number one is the mind. Number two is time. Well, one day I'll preach on that. And you see, when you, when you see people who know how to use their mind, you will see it in how they use their time. Yeah. But that's for another day. So God has called us to observe. Somebody say observe. Oh, somebody say observe. observe. Yeah. Tell your neighbor, God has called you to be a scientist. God has called you. Uh, yeah. Not a businessman. Tell them, not a businessman. Yeah. You are just counting man. Telecity, falsity, wipesity. No, no. You observe critically. Observe. Uh, you observe. You see how when you go to the laboratory, how many of you have visited a lab before? School lab or medical. You see how the scientists are careful. In how they pour the chemicals. Very careful. Because there can be chemical reactions. When they, this water and acid, which one must be poured into which one? Must acid be poured into water? Or water be poured into acid? You observe critically. Because one of them, the pH scales are different. You have to know by reason of biochemical reactions. This one, the pH scale of this one is around 6.5 to 7.0. The pH scale of this one is around 3. Which one will be able to be a solvent for the other one? Yes. If you don't observe things, you just waste things. And in the ministry of reconciliation, God has called us to observe things. He has called us to think. Everything you are doing in the house of God, think deep. That's how to succeed in it. And listen, all the churches that are working have pastors who are thinkers, leaders who are thinkers, department heads who are thinkers, department members who are thinkers, church members who are thinkers. That's why it's working. Because they think. They think, uh, you will see it in how they park their cars. 
Forgive. Tell your neighbor, you are buying a car by next year in the name of Jesus. Tell her. Yeah. Tell her, don't worry at all that I said about the car. Don't worry. Next year, your own car is coming in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, it will be a competition as to where to park your car. People have to park at exhibition because there will be many cars. Yeah. And we will not come early too. Yes. Those of us who will be driving four wheels will not come early. We say, what Corolla? Let the person to go uh, somewhere. Mercy. So God has called us to be thinkers in what we do in the house of God. Amen. Amen. If you think, the way your, your uniform is, is different. If you think, the way you speak is different. If you don't think, your uniform is also different. Your shoe is different. Your lace is different. Your socks is different. Your life is different. If you don't think, you can wear something that you have sweated in. That you pass by people and say, hmm, that's a non-thinker. If you think, you, you, everything is, is important. You, you observe things. You observe things. All right. So, seven things you have to be thinking about as you serve in the house of God. Seven things you have to be thinking about as you serve in the house of God. Amen. Now, I said God has called us to be thinkers. He has called us to use our minds as we serve him. Is that not the case? Yeah. So, each and every one of us must decide to think. Each and every one of us must decide to reason. Each and every one of us must decide to observe things carefully before we have success. And I'm going to talk about seven things you have to be thinking about as you serve in the house of God. Number one, think about your commitment to the work of God. The first thing you have to be thinking about is your commitment to the work of God. There are many people who have gone to thousand churches, yet they have not committed to the work of God in any of them. You have to start to think about being committed to the work of God. Amen. You have to start to do what? To think about being committed to the work of God. If you don't think about being committed to the work of God, you can never be committed to the work of God. Because as I said, it is the thinking that will make everything possible. For example, if you don't think about the fact that you can have two businesses now, and you don't think like that, you cannot have the two businesses now. But if you can think it, you can see that it's possible. So generally, when people come to church, they don't think about their commitment. You have to ask yourself, this church that I am in, it's a young church. We just started the church. In fact, we're actually getting to one month, okay? But let's take the lockdown aside. One year. And you have to ask yourself, am I thinking about what I'm doing in the house of God? Or am I not thinking? Because if you think, you'll be thinking about your commitment. Now, one of the questions you should be answering, uh, you should be answering, you should be answering is that between one and ten, how committed I am to the work of God, and you yourself, you should score yourself, you yourself. But generally, people don't think. In fact, people don't even think about what they are eating. That even when house flies fall, since they will still keep eating. So I'm thinking about, I'm even talking about thinking about the work of God. People don't even think about the what they are eating. But I'm just saying that become a thinker. 
generally be thinking and be observant and be analyzing things. That's how you can serve God properly. When you are a thinker. If you are a non-thinker, you cannot serve God properly. If you are a non-thinker, you see, yesterday I heard the proverb. The proverb, they said, but the relationship was between a woman who sleeps with men and a, a woman whose mind is not working. A proverb. I had a small boy who said that proverb. I was in a taxi coming to church. The small boy said, Is that not true? So as other people are working hard, and thinking, you are not thinking because you are not thinking. Why are But if you start to think, you will see that there are ways to get what you are looking for without sleeping with people. It's just thinking, just thinking. And Charlie, the brain is in everybody's head, though, but the mind is absent. Mm. So it takes thinking about what you are doing to see that why am I doing the right thing? You have to be thinking. And as I'm saying. Generally, when people go to church, they don't think about their own commitment to the church. If you are in a group, like a, a, a sports club or a keep fit club, you have to be thinking, how committed I am to the club? If that's even useless, why would sports club go to? There are many, this thing, what do we call it? Groups that they do... Uh, Social communities, old school associations, JSS old school. I had one of my JHS <laughs> mates got married weeks ago, and he was bored that nobody came from our JHS school. And I was so surprised that he was surprised. Come on. I completed JHS in 2005. Some of you were not born. 2005. That's why I completed JSS. Now, this is 2021. Huh? 16 years. She still go to NGS school to go and wear check check and blue, black uh, trousers and knickers to go for a wedding. JSS is where people have come. No. We have moved on. That's the reality. So, something as useless as JSS Association, Paul, if you are in it, even though it's useless, you have to be thinking. What have I done to contribute to it? Jesus is useless. SHS, what will come out of it? Nobody knows anything about it. Nasosa, Hohasa, Emose, Ovake, Monyere. That's not what we are looking for. You are building a future, you say, uh, 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 great office. Great office. Is great office a school? Praise Jesus. So it's thinking, just thinking. You see, generally, eh? How many of you agree with me today's message that people don't really think? <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> Listen to me. If a pastor says that, bring, I bring petrol to church. Come and drink. You will see people have come. What's the problem? Thinking. Just thinking. They will drink. I saw a, a, a picture. The pastor was spraying insecticides. On the face of how many of you have seen that picture? And she was receiving it. She would die. I saw another picture in was this Zimbabwe or Malawi? They were eating grass. Who has seen that? It's a video. Nebuchadnezzar is the only person who had grass. 
Ask the person close to you, are you Nebuchadnezzar? Or you are Nebuchadnezzar's wife? Ask the person, are you Nebuchadnezzar? Are you Mrs. Nebuchadnezzar? Hey, you are eating grass in the name of... What is the problem? It's just what? Thinking. 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 Jomo Bear. Jomo. Simple. So, you are in a church. You have to be thinking about your commitment to the work of God. As I'm here, how much do I give to the work of God? My strength, my time, my ideas. You have to be thinking. Because Apostle Paul said, I thank God that I myself, with my mind, I serve the Lord. You see, the way you serve God and you succeed in it is when you think about the work. Generally, it is a catastrophic situation in Africa. Non-thinkers. Forgive. You think. Number two. So number one, I said you think about the work of God you do. If you don't think about it, you will never be able to sit up and make the changes you have to make. Because it will never be important. It will never be important. Oh, I mean, it's nothing. Oh, this and that. You have to be thinking. You have to be thinking. When you go to school, you are in university and or SHS, and you decide that you will not be thinking about exams, and you will not be thinking about when to start early to write exams. What will you score at the end of the day? Zero. Zero. In fact, writing exams is even thinking. You, you have to think before. That's why. That's why. What's happened? That's why. When they give you a question, you, when you turn around, you see what the students have done. This. What is that? They are thinking. It's not that pen top is sweet. They are thinking. Me refuse rather. Me repent now. Stop work. <laughs> and every difficult question in exam, somebody gets it correct. What's the difference? Thinking. Thinking. May you be a thinker in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Sandra, you see a guy wearing some particular trousers and you want to ask him a question. Did you, did you what? Did you what? Hey, you are wearing trousers like the skin of a leopard. <laughs> Forgive. Number two, you think about how to be successful, how to be a successful soul winner. Number two, you think of, oh, I didn't give a scripture for number one, eh? Nehemiah chapter four, verse six. The people have a mind to work. Let's look at the scripture before we come to number two. Nehemiah chapter four, verse six. How many of you are enjoying today's message? Yeah. Nehemiah chapter four, verse six. So built we all the wall, and all the wall was joined together unto the half thereof. For the people had a mind to sleep. Have you seen that? For the people had a mind to borrow. For the people had a mind for grants, for aids, for loans. They had a mind to add. The mind to work. That's thinking. Thinking. Commitment. Thinking. Charlie. God will raise wonderful people in this church. 
Hey, just whilst I'm seeing this and that, just put them into practice, Keke. Yeah. You see that the results will be multiplying. Yeah. Number two, you have to think about how to be a successful soul winner. Ask the person close to you, are you a soul winner? Ask the person, are you a soul winner? Ask the person, you, what have you been doing about soul winning? Ask the person. Some people are not asking. Everybody stand up. Go to somebody else. Ask the person, you, what have you been doing about soul winning? Ask five people. You, what, 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 do you, what do you do? Make sure the person answers. So it's a question. You are not doing anything, eh? Ask the person, you are not doing anything, eh? We are talking about soul winning. Somebody is talking about Indomie. Somebody is talking about Indomie. Somebody is talking about Indomie. <laughs> somebody is greeting somebody. Hello. Hi. Forgive. Let's take our seat. I said, ask people what they have been doing about sewing. Somebody's greeting somebody. Hey, me, who are you? Hey, hey. What is the problem? What's the problem? Thinking, 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 thinking. Thinking is the problem. Hey, sister, oh, Aswale. Ask the person. Oh, Aswale, yeah, not for more. Ask the person what he thinks about sewing. Hey, what, what are you feeling? Hey. Is that what I said when I asked somebody? Ah, Jesus. Hmm. You think about how to be a successful soul winner. Now, <clears throat> sorry, by the scriptures I read in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 to 19, you have all seen that we have the ministry of reconciliation, which is the ministry of winning souls. To everybody, Matthew chapter 28, verse 19 to 20, you will see what is called the Great Commission, where Jesus commanded the church to go everywhere and win souls. You see that? Go everywhere into all nations. Give me, yeah. Go ye therefore to all nations. To how many nations? nations. To how many nations? All. all nations. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Let's go on. Teaching them to observe. To observe how many things? All. Have you seen that observe again? Anytime God talks about observe, he talks about all. You can't choose. You can't choose. Your, your thinking must be holistic. Your thinking must be comprehensive. Your, your thinking must be broad. You see, the conceptual framework that makes for success is not one way. You think, oh, that's it. You know? Whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. So Jesus said, you think and go and win the souls. And when you win the souls, make them think about all that I have told you. It's a thinking faith. Yeah. In fact, if you think, you will become a Christian. If you just think, you will become a Christian. If, if, you, if you evaluate heaven and hell, what Muhammad said, what Jesus said, what they said, what that said, you say, no, no, no. If you just think... Yeah. But what is the problem? Amen. So number two, you have to be thinking about how to become what? A successful soul winner. Amen. Yeah. 
Proverbs chapter 11, verse 30. So many people in the house of God do not win souls. I'm surprised as to how many people in the house of God keep the, the pastor doesn't give me attention. He's only talking to one or two people. Go and win the lost. That's your attention. We are not here. So how are you? Oh, nice. Oh, cool. Is everything okay? Then we go and sleep. Go and win the lost. That's it. If everybody's seriously thinking about to become a soul winner, nobody will have time for gossips. No, because I you are on your way to gossip to me. Have you heard that uh, uh, Daniel has said, there's a soul. If you just think. Yeah. Every gossip meeting is a full of non-thinkers. Like, seriously, it was really when there is work to do. We are soaking the towel three months. Oh, seriously? 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 Oh, Oh, seriously? Oh, seriously? Oh, seriously? Oh, seriously? Oh, Oh, Hmm? Just thinking. So when it comes to soul winning, you have to think to have an approach to win a soul. If you don't have an approach to win a soul, you can never win a soul. Now, how many of you know there are a lot of animals in the forest? But do you know that many times hunters come home without a, a game? Why, why do they come without a game? Oh, why do they come without a game? They don't think today's answers are the same, eh? It's the same. What, you think when you go to the bush and you, you put on your data and you call you call antelope via uh, maybe Skype, antelope will appear. You have to think and you have to have a strategy to win the animal, to bring the animal home. Most people just go out to talk to people without a strategy. Now, think of it. When we come for Sunday morning service, our average attendance is around 35 or let's say 40. We've actually hit 50 for Sunday morning before. We look like for Jesus. Awesome. But I'm coming. Let me see what I want to say. Now, if we have workers, let's say 25, and we say, oh, workers, we are 25, we are going out to invite people. Everybody should bring one person each. How many people should be at, at least in the, in the evening service? 50. If one person brings one. And think about how many people who will come on their own without anybody inviting them. Because there are some people who come, nobody invites them. There are some people who have told me this is their second church. Some people have told me this is their only church, except that they can only come for evening service. They are all kind of Christians these days. And I say, it's okay. But at least they try and come. So think about all those people who can come on their own. If you have 50 and you add to those number who can come on their own, what is the least number of people who should be here for evening service? Maybe 60. It's just thinking. Just the thinking is absent. That's all. How can you leave this house and go and roam in Dansuman and come without anybody? It's a non-thinking approach. Just non-thinking. Success in every way will be hinged on thinking. Hey, God will not gift you souls. You will think. You will have an approach. Before you can cut. It's like an animal that you are trying to look for in the bush. 
Yes. The animal also knows you have come. And as you have come, you are going to take it home. The animal will hide. The animal will run. The animal may even attack you. And all these are done to frustrate you from getting it home. But you must have an approach and a target and a tool to use. Either than that, you will never eat. That's how people approach the work of God. They don't really think. There is no systematic approach to the work. Let us go out and win. Hey, hey, hey. Let us come back. Hey, we have come. It's like you are on drugs. You don't think. Because if you think you have an approach to what you have been given to do. Teacher has given assignment. Students, we are going out. Everybody should go and come with, uh, let's say, loamy soil. Because it was a polythene bag. So, is this loamy soil? I thought it was black and it was in the soil. You know? Thinking. Thinking. Most people really, really don't think at all, Nanka, about the work of God. You have to have an approach. Let me show you something in the word of God. Ask the person closely, what is your strategy for soul winning? Ask the person. What did the person say? The person said, I don't have any strategy. Ask the person, you don't have any strategy, eh? You don't have any strategy. Tell the person, you, you don't think. You don't think. Eish. You don't think. You don't think. It is thinking that has made me put this place in this shape. It's thinking. Yesterday I was talking to some of the guys, Bernard, Ima, and uh, Eddie, some of the guys, Frankie. I said, by the time this year is over, 30,000 Ghana is gone. Because we spent 30,000 Ghana to get this place. And we spent almost 20,000 Ghana to put the chairs and everything in place. As for these ones, they, they are not even part. You know, that's 500 million. That's basis. Base crap. You have to think. Uh, now that the year is coming to an end, what is the approach? You have to think. Everything you have to think. You are in a house. Uh, you are sleeping in a house. You have not thought about rent for next year. And you are in October. You have to think. Most people just don't think. Oh, Rade, Minimsa, Fibre, Query, Yanawaye. Oh, Ebenezer. Oh, Emmanuel. Oh, Eshadai. Oh, Adonai. you have to have an approach to succeed in everything you want to do and if you think you are usually ahead if you think but if you don't think i mean everything is difficult receive the mind to think in jesus name Amen. and when it comes to soul winning you have to also develop that mindset of winning souls proverbs eleven thirty says the fruit of the righteous is a tree of life and he that wins souls is what? He that wins souls is what? Nice. Oh, are you in church this morning? Yes, sir. 
He that wins souls is what? So, in other words, he that wins souls is a thinking person. Who is a wise person? Somebody who thinks. Is that not the case? He that wins souls is a what? A thinking person. Is a what? He that doesn't win souls is a what? Is a foolish person. You, you winning souls, you have to think. There must be a strategy. Ah, if I didn't think about how to relate with all of you, will you be here? Huh? <laughs> yeah. You have to think. When you are going to win so it's a thinking it's a oh Now if you are not a thinking person, everything becomes difficult. Give me Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 15. You have to think about how to win souls. It's not that Papa said we should go. Papa said we should come. Papa said we should send a flyer. Papa said we should write. Papa said we should read. Papa said, ah. You have to think. You have to do that. Yes, that's it. That's how it will work. You have to think. You know? The labor of the foolish wife, every one of them, because he knoweth not how to go in the city. So you can be laboring, but without results. You can be working and trying to win souls without results. In fact, one of the ways of trying to win souls that you will not get results is when you go and you judge the people. When you go and your first message is that, hey, one class all in there. Uh-huh. It's done. When I see you and say, hey, Obama, is it not a stupid question? When you see somebody who didn't go to church, wouldn't you see that the person didn't go to church? Why do you have to say it? What are you looking for? Is this solution or problem? So you see, as a prophet, when I'm ministering the prophetic, I don't tell people what I see. I tell them the solution. And I keep telling them that it's not what... When you go to a doctor, he doesn't have to tell you all the problems. He tells you that, oh, okay, there's something, this and that. Just take this glass and this and that and that and it will work. Because if he explains the problem to you, you, you may not even eat again. So when you are going to win souls and invite people, you will know what to say, positive things to say. That's how you win the people. Yeah. Gentlemen, come. Livingston, come. Clap for Livingston for me. Yeah. Livingston is my son. Amen. He's my son. Now stand here. Now, Livingston started coming to church. At a point, we were not seeing him. Then, any junction I pass, then I will see him. I say, ah, God is making me meet this guy. Then I will talk to him. I want to see you in church. Come. Then he will come. And, and I want to see you in church. Come, you come. At a point, I stop saying I want to see you in church. Then he's coming. Why is he coming? There is a strategy to let somebody come. You think he can't go anywhere? You don't have anywhere to go in this world. Ah, this Sunday morning, the base at a, 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 a what do you call it? Choco area. Eh? Is it not Choco? Yes. Go ahead and sit down. Oh, crap for Jesus. Crap for Jesus. It, 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 it's thing now. As Livingston is coming, their girlfriend is also in church. You, you see? Yeah, he's thinking. Everything is thinking. Oh. oh, Buffalo soldier. If you don't think, you'll become a buffalo. You want to win souls? You engage your mind on the approach that you have. When I get there, the Holy Spirit will talk through me. 
The Holy Spirit, as I showed you in the word of God, as Peter was thinking on this vision, the Spirit said unto him, separate, I mean, three men seek for thee. Is it not in the word of God? Yeah. Hey, the Holy Spirit speaks through thinking. Okay? Ah. If you score this one correct, everything will change. You just think. You are doing soup. Victoria. Okay. Now who goes sir? What are you doing? You are not what? You are not what? Ube we ube di salted soup. Ube di palm broth soup. Palm broth soup. Forgive. Tell the person close to you. You have to be a thinker. You have to be a thinker. Tell the person as a soul winner. You have to be a thinker. Yeah. Lay your hand on somebody's head. Begin to pray for the person. I cast any foolishness out. Cast the spirit. Somebody say out. Yeah, I see that foolishness has left. Foolishness is leaving the building. Yeah, just you think. You know, when people are going to answer the, give the wrong answer in a question, they always talk fast. So, what's X is God to this? That said that. What is X? <laughs> yeah, 90. <laughs> what's the problem? He didn't do what? At all. Oh. You have to have an approach. Huh? Number three. You have to think about how to be a productive department member. You have to think about being what? A productive department member. Now, everybody who is in church must be in a department. Amen. Yeah. If you are in church, you must be in a department. You must be in a group in the church. Amen. Yeah. In fact, that is how you can get something to do in the church. Anytime you hear somebody saying that, it means the person is not in a what? In the department. Simple. Because if you are in a department, there will definitely be something to do. You know? And you, you yourself, you have to encourage yourself that. I will be in the department. Okay? Yeah. There is prayer department, there is music, there is ushering, there is welfare, there is medical. You see, me, I've chosen. There is media, there is a protocol, there is a technical utilities. You say, me, I've chosen. I'm part of this one. You'll get something to do. If right now, stand up, you are the utilities. Yes, department head. If right now somebody joins your department, what is the one work you can give to the person to do? Switch off everything. Make sure everything. This is money. You don't switch it off. Then I'm there. They have called me. Market is burning. I won't come here. I won't come. It's work. You have to think. And there is work for a thinker to do. If somebody comes right now to join music department, what can you give the person to do? Learn how to play the keyboard. This thing has become a god. Break it. We have a new obusum. This is obusum. 
It's a bosom in the church. Ah! And somebody must just decide, I'm going to think and learn how to play. When you come for evening service, you see me playing the drums. When I'm playing the drums, people are always excited. Do you know why? When, I'm play, when I sit behind the drum, what I say is that, God, this is my praise offering to you. That's what I say. Yeah. That's why I play it the way I play it. I play it with a lot of love. It's my honeymoon when I sit behind the drums. Yes. It's my romantic everything to God. You get it? Now, somebody should think that, oh, I'm going to learn how to... Most people don't think, go oh, when they come to church. The only time they think is when, when they want to see whether there is dust on the chair. Amam pipani ye neso. Eish. Kafuye de omu nye jumani ye. Forgive. So, there is always work to do in the house of God. There is work to do in the house of God. And you have to think about how to become productive as a member of department. Amen? Yeah. So all those who are not in departments, when we close, come and see me. Me, myself, I'll give you departments to join. Amen? And the head of departments, oh, you are not doing any work at all when it comes to talking to people to become part of your department. Why, Stephen? I had to call him and I said, hey, you, you have been in the for a while. What do you do? This and that. Then he said, music. And then later I said, oh, join the technical as well. But the music head is always around Stephen. Priscilla is always around him, but they've never talked to him. They, they are non-thinkers. Baboos, baboos, big monkeys and gorillas without brain to think. First degree in KNUST. Toilet row, think. Generally, people don't think. When people begin to be part of something, they are responsible for coming for the meeting. When people are not part of something, they don't know. I mean, if I go or if I don't go, it's okay. But if they are part of something, they know the reason why they must be there. Because there is work for them to do. But if you are not thinking, they'll be coming and will be going and we are friends, Keke, and he's not doing anything in the house of God. Oh, Charlie, it'll be fine. Just thinking, when you see somebody has come to church for the first time, you approach the person, you talk to the person, you say, I want you to join my department. I told Livingston to join the prayer department. Is that not the case? And the prayer person is here. He has never told him. Hey, how are you? I'm fine. Okay, God bless, God bless. It's how you get people to do something in the house of God. But it's by God bless. Huh? Are we Rastafarians writing behind our cars? God bless, God bless. You have to find an approach to let the person become part of what you are. That's the only way the person will do something in the house of God. Because sometimes it's very difficult for people to just come and say they want to be part of something. You have to have an approach to let the person come. Either than that, the person may be very anointed and very sharp in an area, but he's not doing anything. Yeah, because, you know, sometimes when you just enter somebody's church, you cannot just say, oh, I can do this. People are like, Alex John has come. You know, but sometimes these people are very gifted. This young girl at the back, Beatrice, right? Yeah. Last week, she, I made them reason. I said, I'm going to get to work for you. Just, you know, you are good. 
But she can't just, how can she mount you and say, eh, I want to read something for you to hear and see my English. Can she do that? Here. She can do it everywhere, not here. Huh? So you, you must have a certain approach to let the person come through and also feel comfortable and feel valuable and do something. If you the heads don't have that approach to calling people, it's just smiling at people. How do you get from smiling at people? What? Does it increase your tax if you smile? You have to have an approach to let this person become part of something. If you don't have it, it's just a waste of time. person is just around. And the person also cannot just come and tell you that oh, he can do something. And some of you, if other people come and tell you, Papa, I can do this, or uh, bra, I can do that. You come and tell me, Papa, did you hear what the guy said? He said he can sing. He said he can drum. He said, hey, people are like Samuel. Then I'm looking at your face. Your face like crayon. Your face like Enstilo. Now, when you have to go to the person tell the person to do something, you didn't go. When the person comes to you, that one to his problem. So, what, what should we do with you? You are a demon, you are a witch, and we curse that spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. If you are a leader of a department, you must have an approach to people. Yes. Don't make you a friend, Keke. Your person must find a way to work. And you must make it possible. If you don't make how can people just come to your house and do things? They don't do people, people respect themselves. So they are waiting on you to make it possible. You know? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And so every time the pastor will have to say that, oh, please do something, it's too much. Charlie, it's too much. You know, I don't sleep early. I sleep around 2 a.m., 3 a.m. And I've added this one to my job too. That, oh, will you join something? Please join something. When they are heads of departments. Eh? All right. So let's look at Ephesians chapter 4, verse 16. So you are here, you can do something, you are good at something. Oh, please, just approach me. I've, I've said it today. Approach me, let's talk. Amen. Amen. Oh. Amen. Yeah. Because Charlie, we, are, we are not perfect. We are just trying to do something for God. Is that not the case? Ah, ask the person close to you, are you perfect? Ask the person, are you perfect? Tell the person, if your ex come here right now, we will see that you are a bad person. Tell Tell, 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 the, tell, tell, tell the person. <laughs> tell the person your ex is coming now. Your ex is coming now. You see, and tell the person you see your face has seen. <laughs> you are a bad person. You have done things that <laughs> for no actors have not done before. You have scorpion skills and crab plants. Two legs can turn to eight legs. Crab skills. You are a very bad person, but you are trying to do something for God. Everybody is like that. You are not perfect. Are we perfect? Ah. So, Charlie, just do something in the house of God. Amen? Yeah. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 16. From whom the whole body jointly fit together and compacted by that which every joint supplies. Have you seen that? According to the effectual working in the measure of every part, maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. Apostle Paul said, every human body has different parts and when the different parts join together, it causes the body to increase. 
as a church, the way we will increase is when all departments are joined together. Every department is working. It, like in the body like this, there is a digestive system, there is the excretory system, there is the respiratory system, there is the circulatory system, there is the central nervous system, there is the reproductive system. All these systems come together to make the body work. Is that not the case? So in a church, and the church is the body of Christ, all departments must come together. Members must work together. Everybody must be serious. That's how we will increase. That's how we will increase. Prayer people are serious. Music people are serious. Ushers are serious. Oh, so the ushers, they, they, they talk more than everybody in the church. I mean, sit here. Is that a conversation? Do you want to sit here or you want to sit here? Want to sit or you don't want to sit now? When you want to sit, let me know so that you sit. They don't what? Let's think. Off. So now you see the prayer people too. When one has taken a mic to pray, then the others are also looking for other mics to come and pray. Then they can't find the mics. And those who are here present. They don't what? Oh. When it's time for you to pray and you come, you just signal the person. That's enough. It's not a conversation. You know? Every... <laughs> do, do something like that. Do, do, do it to somebody. Ah, is that why we are in church? Are we selling for nice in church? And the music people, the worst of the people when it comes to discipline. When somebody comes to sing a solo, he must go out to go and clean his face. After singing a solo. When somebody does praises, you have to go out. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I didn't hear anymore. I didn't hear anymore. It's all needless. Ah. It's all needless. Then you see them outside. So who's going to sing and who's going to sing? This one singing, this one singing, and this one singing, and it's always the same song. Awesome God! What? Let me see some foolish people meeting outside again. Stupid people. You think we don't have time to do something good, and you are just there wasting everybody's time? They don't just what? You think you know what to do? Papa, 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 you are done. That's why you have pages. Oh, or you don't have pages. You don't have WhatsApp pages. Oh. Eh? And the Facebook live team. When we are around and we are working, you see somebody's offense. They don't just write. That's the problem. Life can be very easy.
when all these things can be done before the service. That's why the moment I enter somebody's name, when the person comes, I say what? Go home. Go home. Everything that you had, you could have done it before my coming. Just go, go and sleep. If it's that, go to ECG. Go and, go, and, go and embrace the meters. Oh. You see, order is a product of thinking. Thinking. You are in a department, you must know how to do your thing because one department's contribution affects the whole church. Another department's contribution affects the whole church. Everything we do here affects everything else. That's why the thinking is important. And when it comes to the, the, the welfare, the hospitality, sorry, those who uh, serve the breakfast, oh, it's not easy. As if they are finding gold. As if they are using this thing to find gold in the just steal. Just tea for the five minutes. Then I keep calling. Uh Obaya has everybody Papa brings me. I left with seven. Obaya, Papa brings me. I left with nine. How do you do tea? Ah, 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 unfortunate then we have closed and people are sitting down just because of tea and we all like the tea but you can also go and say hey Adam and the if you do that you can't come next week a lot of things <laughs> forgive, forgive. <laughs> yeah. the people who are doing the tea they don't do that they don't think simple they don't think now they because they have a of the here this will be about the name Papa Wake it up, wake it up, grabber, wake it up, mosquito net. Yeah, better. See, grana, two hours here. Oh, boy. Now they're very red, red, the any better. Just think and know how to find solutions in your department to affect everybody else. Simple. Forgive. So the increase of the whole body is connected to every joint, every department, what the department supplies. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, let's go on. Number one. Number four. Think about how to solve problems in the church. Now, as a church member, you can see certain problems in the church. You know? And that's why I'm so grateful for Mr. Aaron Mensa, and today too he's here. Can we clap for him? Yeah. Oh, clap, 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 clap. Amen. Yeah. You know, one day he came to church and he told me that I'm going to pay for the flash screens. And he asked of the price. In fact, that one, that time we wanted to buy the Samsung. But we didn't get to when we were going to. Uh, when we went to market, that's how we bought the NASCO. Yeah. And he said, I've paid for it. He just saw a problem that we can have flat screens. When the flat screens came, is it not nice for you? You see the scriptures. Don't you see them? It's simple too and it's easy. Then you simple. Somebody just saw that it was a problem. He brought a solution. Yes. And he paid for he paid for it. You know, 
He just thought of what can be done. As you are here, maybe you are seeing something that if we change this small, we change that, it will be, you, you just think, you find, you, you know, and the problem that you have seen, God has anointed you to solve it. Because nobody has seen it apart from you. That's it. Nobody. You are the only person who sees that problem. You know? With this place used to be white. How many of you remember? White. And I said, no, no, let's change it. The white is too much this and that. You know? Then I said, let's choose this color. What is this color, Raymond? Gold. Yes. And Raymond said, it's nice and it will work. When we were done painting and I entered here, my spirit and casa settled. Because the white makes here a war kind of. But when we paint it, it's like you, you feel the serenity. Just change of color, but it affects our state of mind and the peace we have. Just thinking, this boy, he just thought, if I do it like this, it will work. Yeah. You go to the washroom and you see, you, you see people who have used the toilet facility and the, the, the bin, the one we put the rose in, it is open. I don't know whether somebody is from it. I'm always surprised. That there will be no 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 did you man na the assembly. Are there other people who too can 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 katasuna sent no and confirm. If you see detergent, if you see omo, if you see perfume, if you see see katasu what the boy e kakra. To be a true no what so no be be any are. Oh. They don't do what. They don't think. You don't think. You can see a problem. You say, oh, this problem can be solved. Sometimes the problem is not money or it's not a facility. Sometimes it's just something small. I think that, you know, yeah. And last year, my daughter Zenobia used to be thinking, this year she has not thought anything. The whole of the day we are in February, her mind is not working. She used to think. But for this year, it's a, it's a, it's a no thinking year for her. That's why the systems page, I don't write anything there because they are not doing right. They are not thinking. Simple. Sometimes, if you want to help the church, you just ask yourself, what can we improve on? Just that. And if you think, you'll see that, oh, we can do this, we can do that, we can do this. You know, right now, I want to buy two powerful ACs at the back. We'll remove the speakers. We'll get smaller speakers. The one they arrange like that. Here, here, and here. It will be okay. Two, two, two. We'll share it. Two, two, two. The smaller one. And we'll fix ACs at the back so that they can sleep proper. Because sometimes the back is hot. Especially for evening service. How many of you have seen that? It's hot, Charlie. Sometimes it's not better. It's not better, crowd. Yeah. When you enter first, you feel that the place is cold. But when you enter it's not easy. And that one time there was light off for evening service. Hey, so how many of you remember that day? Uh, it was not easy. And when I came to it, I didn't want logo, logo like, I just look at it and say, devils. <laughs> I didn't want logo, logo like. People were sweating. I saw Mirabelle, Regina. They were four. They were dancing. Hey, I said, no, we can't have this, God. Just thinking. Aces, then we have to think of an alternative power supply. So you just think, oh, you think. You see, when 
you are a thinker, you are productive. When things come into your hands, they improve. Yeah. African leaders are not thinkers. Are they thinkers? Oh, okay. So, as a member of a department, you have to be thinking about how to solve problems in the church. As a church member, you have to be thinking about how to solve problems in the church. Number five, you think about how to invite people for church services. Amen. Somebody say a better amen. amen. Yeah, you think of how to invite people to church. Now, so many people don't invite people for church. Now, yesterday, like this, we had a special Saturday service. How many of you are here? And we've done it twice. In fact, I'm going to reconsider whether I will be doing it or not. That's why I didn't announce when the next one will be and the theme. Yes. Because people are not thinking. You know, when we're here, we're 31 or so. All the people who were here are people who were here. Nobody invited anybody. Zero. Zero. And it was so fantastic that everybody who was invited went somewhere. It's impossible. You people were just lying. You were just lying. It's a sign that you are not thinking. Now listen, it is not only the Sunday evening programs that are important. Though. Every meeting is important. Every meeting. It's not the Sunday evening. You know, by the grace of God, we have had a very successful approach and target for the Sunday evening service. And it works. But I'm saying that it's not only Sunday evening services that are important. No. In fact, when we broadcast our uh, uh, videos on, on uh, Facebook, as we do every time, the ones that people watch most is the Sunday morning service. Is it not the case? Yes, you can ask Edmond. The one they watch most, people comment from all over the world, send me messages, send me things. It's the Sunday morning service. Because for me, it's the Sunday morning that I really preach. When it comes to Sunday evening, can I prophesy, prophesy? I see the spirit, I know you're preaching. Me kaka one, two, one, two, you know, feel it. Me, I'm the one who is preaching. I know when I'm preaching. I know. And I know when I'm not preaching. And many times I'm not preaching, it's powerful, powerful. Ah. So you have to see that beyond the Sunday evening service, every other service is important. Wednesday evening, midweek, ah! The anointing that is on me on midweek is more than Sunday evening. You can see. You can see. Midweek. Midweek is, 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 is the blessed. This year the Lord told me that it's the midweek service that I'll cause my glory to shine. And you will see how the midweek service will turn things around. You see what I've been teaching at the midweek? On the new birth. And the mysteries and the deep things, which are all basics. You are missing midweek service, you don't know what you are missing. They come Friday, come and pray, and Sunday, you come for service. No, the real service is the midweek service and the Sunday morning service. Yeah, that's where I'm preaching midweek service. The Charlie died. Yeah, <laughs> you don't know it. Yeah, I said, Me, I'm the one who is preaching, so I know what I'm saying. Yeah. That's for you that you are just listening and writing notes. Me, I'm the one who is preaching. Yeah. So, it is not just the Sunday evening meeting that is important. Wednesday evening meeting, midweek meeting, come. 
we are going to talk about the word of God. And I'll take my time to teach. Friday evening meeting, it has always produced results and testimonies. Come. Saturday evening, Facebook Live. Come. Sunday morning, we are in church. Come. Sunday evening, we are in church. Come. Just come. That's how God makes your life better. Ah, if the bread decides it will not go to bakery, how will he be eating? You is the bakery that makes the bread. You see? And you see, some of you, you just come to church on Sunday morning and you are done. Oh, you are missing a lot of meetings in the week, but you are not aware. You just come and hear one nice message, then you think it's okay. No. Yesterday like this, Facebook Live. How many of you are on Facebook Live? How, you, how, how, how was the message? Fantastic. Yeah. And I saw that Facebook stepped in at a point to do some bad things to us. Because of the heat. The heat. You know? Because of the sensitivity of the issue of homosexuality. But yeah, the video is there. Charlie, save it fast though. Yeah. The heat of the message. And people were watching. People were listening. People were commenting. And that's the truth of the gospel. Yeah. We are not going to marry homosexuals in this country. It will not happen. Turn to somebody, look at the person, ask the person, are you a homosexual? Tell the person, it will not happen here. Turumutu, turumutu. It will not happen. Turumutu. It will not happen. Praise Jesus. Yep. Mark, come on, come on, Yeah, it's my choice. I also, it's my choice to kill your mother. Bring your mother to church. Let me kill her. When that's when I say it's my choice. Forgive. So all our services are important. So you come to church and you, you don't just come to church. You invite people for church. Amen. Amen. Now this week is one of the weeks that we have had the worst attendance for all our services. This week. Wednesday, Friday, Sunday morning. We are usually more than this on a Sunday morning. This week. West. Now, if we have church members who are not coming to church, what about the people we have not invited to? As we are sitting here, there is no first time here. Is there a first time here? No. What does that mean? It means that people are not inviting people. And people are not bringing people. That's all that it means. Because one day, love was a first-timer. She's no longer a first-timer. Enoch was. She, he's no longer. Uh, Alfred was. He's no longer. Livingston is no longer a first-timer. Priscilla is no longer. Steve and Beauty, they are no longer first-timers. Oh, Aaron is not a first-timer. So how can we say we are? We, we, who did you bring? You say Livingston. Ha. Livingston is now a master of the ceremony. How did you bring him? We are talking about new That's how you build the house for God. Listen. Listen. The work of God is done when you think about it. You are going to invite somebody for service. You must know what to say. And you must invite the person. And you must bring the person. It's not worse. So. It's worse. It's worse. You start war by worse. You bring peace by worse. It's worse, 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 worse. Worse. But the worse that you speak will first be worse you think about. And you have an approach. And so many people, when it comes to inviting people for church, they cannot invite people. But let us go and drink. Oh, they can invite five people. Let's do party. Eh? 
Christian party. Eh? Let's mix things. Coke and Coke and what? Coke and Alomo. So it's what? Alomo Coke or Coke Alomo? The devil is a bastard. Alo Coke. Look at some of the person. Alo Coke. Alo Coke. <laughs> you see, this is a, a mind that thinks about how to miss alcohol and non-alcohol. You see, he can invite four people. Pizza, sausage, this. Oh, let's go to church. Let's go and hear the word of God. Let's go and pray. Let's go and have miracles and testimonies and change. We can't do it. But let's go for aloe coke, aloe fanta, aloe sprite. It is so problematic. Hmm? You see, most people start thinking late in life. I'm teaching you to start thinking early in life. Early, not late. And everybody here, there is one friend that if you talk to the person who come to church, just one. That if you just talk to the person who come to church, sometimes I just send a message to somebody and the person is far away and the person comes. Sometimes I'm so surprised. Yeah. Simple. The person comes. Yeah. So you must have a strategy on how to invite people to church. How many people are inviting somebody to church next week? Let me see your hand. You have to think and you have to have a strategy. Amen. So by now you have to develop in your thinking. Yeah. You have to develop it. Now, the day you move into your house that you have built, it's not the day you started building it. Is that the case? Yeah. You, 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 you think years ahead before you move there. Some people build house for five years before they move in. Do you know that? Yeah. My parents like this bought uh, the land, which is where the, the, their house is now. 20 years ago, they started building it 20 years ago. Can you believe that? So, yeah. It takes years to build, to, to buy, to build, to build, to build, then produce permits. You don't have it. Then stop work. You don't problems, illegations, as I say, media, all these things. Before you build it, you don't start building on Monday. You say you are moving on Wednesday. I attack my people, you don't do that. Everything you are trying to build, you have to take time to structure it and think ahead. So you are trying to bring somebody to church. You have to have an approach ahead of time. You said the day has come. I say, let's go. Ah, who, who does that? And who should just follow you because you said, let's go? You, the person has to also prepare and organize. And that's why the thinking is important. Because as I said, when you think, you, are, you go ahead. You see the thing ahead before the others see, see them. I see you becoming a thinker in the name of Jesus. Yeah. So, look at, oh, how to solve problems. I didn't give scriptures, eh? Proverbs 22, verse 3. Proverbs 27, verse 12. Now, I'm talking about how to invite people. Look at John chapter 4, verse 8. There are two scriptures I just said was Proverbs 22, verse 3. And Proverbs 27, verse 12. Then what are we are talking about now? Thinking about how to invite people for church service. John 4, verse 28. John chapter 4, verse 28. John chapter 4, verse 28. If you want to travel somewhere, 
Today is Sunday. Maybe you are traveling to Kumase on Wednesday. When will you begin to pack your things? When? If you are a thinker, when? Tomorrow. If you are not a thinker, when will you pack? In the bus. Mampasapo. Mampasapo. Jomo be. Jomo. Mampasapo. Ye mampa toothbrush. Ye mifa bosses bako be. Mifa bosses bako. Ye mitam chaja. Mitam chaja. Mitam chaja. Mitam chaja. Said the Okatons. Mitam chaja. Mitam chaja. We are pointing. We are pointing. Just thinking. Before I learned this from a great man, before you travel, you write down all the things you need. You open the next page, you write down all the things you have. Then you begin to strike them. You will see what you need that you don't have, then you buy it, then you strike. When you are living where you went back, you also do the same thing. You sit back and you the things you wrote, you check whether each of them is in the bag. Ask my PA if that's not what I do when we travel. That there are times that I say, Masa, we have left something. We have left something. I say, oh, no, no, no. I say, okay. When we get to Accra, I say, where is the this? And he has left. I say, go back for it. If it's even Sunyani, you will go for it. The problem is thinking. Just thinking. You don't build anything by feeling you know. You have to know it. You have to know it. Not if I feel I know. You have to know it. So, if you are traveling and you don't think ahead, you will get this. Hey, hey, I've forgotten my legs. You have to think and you have to plan ahead. The same way when I invite people for church, you have to think and plan ahead. That's it. Have you seen that generally we, we are not a thinking people? Yeah. But I see you thinking to serve God in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. Remember, every servant of God must be a thinker. Eh? Romans 7.25 I myself, by my mind, I serve the law of God. Eh? You think. To serve God is to think. You think. And the faith is a thinking faith. <laughs> yeah. Alright. John chapter 4 verse 28. Either the woman 28 and 29. The woman left her water pot and went her way into the city and said to the men, 29, Come see a man which told me all things that I ever did. Is not this the Christ? Let me have verse 30. Then they went out of the city and came unto him. Have you seen that? The woman had the strategy to bring the people to Christ. All she said is, come and see. That's the message. You go out, you are inviting somebody to tell the person, oh, I mean, have a few minutes. We are a young child. We just started one year. But God is blessing us. Come and just come and see. Come and see. Just come and see. When you come, you will see. So come and see. That's all. It's enough a message. That's all the woman told the Samaritans, come and see. That's how Winner's Chapel was built. They built, they printed come and see stickers. Just come and see. Not many talking. So, my man of God is a prophet. You, there are miracles, there are signs and wonders, testimonies everywhere. It's too much. Just come and see. You want to see something, come. Just come. And when, you, when the person comes, you see, ah, God is showing up. The person, wow. 
what you said is true. This and that and that. You know? I prophesy, I prophesy like I drink water. Come on. And that's for miracles and testimonies. Every week, new miracles, new testimonies. As I said on Friday, eight new testimonies to share. Eight. Makumaku, eight. Last week, it was different ones. This week, different. Next week, different. I like that, like that. It's so much. It's just about, oh, Charlie, come, come, come and see. You don't believe in God, eh? You don't think they are prophets. Don't talk plenty. Come. Let's go to church. Just once. Come. That's all. Ah, as you have seen that it is God who is trying to bring the person to church. You see how God will minister. One day, a certain guy came to church. We invited Della at uh, um, Royal Dede Caesar. He came for a conference and he was sitting down. You know, the Holy Spirit showed me a lot of things about it. Every time I wanted to point and minister to him, the Holy Spirit said no. I said, ah, why? You know, I see angels and they, no. I see the Holy Spirit say no. So I was wondering, when we close, then he came to me, he said, prophet, I'm a church of Christ person. I said, I know. He said, prophet, today, I was so surprised about everything. He said, uh, I was scared that you would call me. Because if you have called me and come in, you me He's not a small boy. He said, I don't know so the Holy Ghost knew why. As I was pointing, then I would change it. I said, Obed, you don't say them. And I'm sure as you have invited people, they are all surprised. Wow. Eh, wow. Is that so? Wow. Powerful. This and that. Just come and see. Just come. And God doesn't disappoint. Ah. God doesn't disappoint. When I'm angry, I prophesy beautiful. When I'm tired, it's fantastic. And today, I'm tired. Just wait for evening service. Ah! Because when I'm tired, when the, oh, that's when the spirit takes over. So, you invite people to church. You tell them, come and see what God is doing. Come and see the kind of church we have. Come and see. We are all young people. Excited, serving the Lord. And God is blessing us. And almost everybody in the church has a testimony of something turning around. Almost everybody. Some have six, five. Some have eight. So what's the message? Come and see. That's the message. Amen? Amen. Yeah. Let's look at another scripture. John chapter 1 verse 46. You bring people to church. You invite them. You tell them come and see. They come, they go home. You send them a message. You say how far? They will write something. something. You say Abi, I told you. I told you that our God shows up. Our God shows up. Amen? Amen. John chapter 1, verse 46. And as we are closing, somebody will come to me about a testimony that has happened, a miracle that has happened. You prayed for me about this and that, and this and that, and that has happened. It's so, it's, it's like the air we breathe here. Yeah. I see God giving you a miracle in the name of Jesus. Oh, your amen is not good. I say, I see God giving you a miracle in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yeah. 1 verse 46. And Nathaniel said unto him, Can there any good thing come out from Nazareth? So maybe someone says, Ah, is there anything good in Dansoman? Dansoman, oh, is there anything good there? Let's go to church in Dansoman. Oh, is there anything good there? Listen to what 
Philip said. And Philip said unto him, Come and see again. That's just the thing. Just come. No plenty talks. Just come. You know what happened to Nathaniel? Jesus saw Nathaniel coming to him and said unto him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom is no girl. Nathaniel said unto him, Where do you know me? Jesus answered and said unto him, Before that Philip called you, when thou was under the fig tree, I saw thee. There are people, you just brought them to church. Ah, I've entered into your house. I entered the conversation. I entered your office. There are people who finish and they say, No, no, the, the prophet has talked to the, the guy. No, 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 no. I said, no, I don't know him very well. I say, hey. I say, I don't know him. There are people who came to church. What happened on the staircase? What happened in their car? The car they picked, what they were wearing, the conversations, ID numbers, I mean, index numbers, phone numbers. How can you know this? But as they were coming, they said, okay, we are coming to see. That's what Philip said. Come and see. When Nathaniel saw Jesus, Jesus said, hey, I saw you when you were sitting under the tree, even before Philip called you. Now you, Ankasa, you will just believe. Because one, we have told you where you were sitting. Number two, we have told the kind of person you are that you are an Israelite. Number three, that you are you are a person without sin in your life. And number four, what you were doing when you were sitting down there and when he's done everything, he said, now nah, let's go. You will follow. You will follow. That's how powerful the prophetic is. That's how powerful the supernatural is. You see, the moment you invite someone, the person sees the manifest. Ah, your friends, Minash and Munash, they are stuck on me for life. Yes. Yes. There was a pilot who came here one time. Eh? There was a, an Air Force guy who came here. Yeah. And when he came, I prophesied to him about the, the fact that he was in Air Force. I mean, he, his pen just fell down. And he picked it and said, relax, relax, relax. That's what we do here. I have to say, what about them? And week after week, time after time, I'm talking to people normal, everything normal. But can I prophesy? Changes everything. It's just a come, come to church. And not just prophesy. Oh, as for people saying things that they have seen there. I did say they have seen it. You have not seen it. But the testimonies that follow. The testimonies, the evidences. It changes everything. So I, I see Okodia moving to Kwadaso. Ah, okay. I don't see Okodia and I don't know Kwadaso. That's different. From when you say you see something and there is testimony that comes by it. That's different. That's different. One of the things many people tell me is that as for prophecies there, we have heard prophecies. But what makes yours different is that there is always a testimony. That's the difference. Somebody is getting another testimony in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yeah. So what is the message? Come and see. Come and do what? Simple. That's that. Come and see. Print a designer, come and see flyer. Just come and see. Simple. You send it out. Just come and see. No quotation, no, come and see. Come to church. Yeah. And God is blessing us. Amen. Amen. Let's go on. Number six. So you think about how to invite people. Number six. You think about how to become a successful cell leader and shepherd. Now, if you are a shepherd, you are a cell leader. You have to be thinking about how to succeed in that work God has given you. You are a department head, whatever you do, you have to be thinking about how to succeed. Amen. You have to be thinking. A leader must be a thinker. You remember what we were talking about? Four things, four qualities of a leader. You remember? A leader must what? He must think. He must talk, he must trust, but he must think. 
70% of your work as a leader is to think. Yeah. Is to think. John chapter 10 verse 11. John chapter 10 verse 11. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. Amen. So if you are a leader, you must be thinking about the sheep. How many leaders are here? Shepherds are here. Let me see your hand. You must be a thinker. Now, listen. Very soon, I'm going to close down almost all the cell leaders. I mean the cells. Because there is no proof that you are thinking. If you are thinking, your people will follow you. How many years have I known you? Hmm? Eight years. You have followed me everywhere I go. Now, one of the reasons why I like this guy so much is that anytime he's here to sing, he sings a song I've told him years ago that he should sing. He doesn't choose songs, so. Yes. You don't know, dear. That's why every time he's singing, I'm smiling. He doesn't choose his songs. When he's here, are they the only songs you know? No. But every time he's singing, he's singing a song that I said years ago that I like it. Sing it. That's all. He's just here to please me. That's it. Yeah. Eight years. And you have been following me everywhere I'm going. Where do you come from to church here? Tema. Which part of Tema? Community 6. That's where he comes from. Wednesday he's here. Friday he's here. Saturday he's here. Sunday he's here. This is a product of me thinking. That's why he's following me. If you are a true leader, and you are a thinker, there are people who follow you. Oh. You say, I'm running a cell. Where are your members? I can't find them. I'm a shepherd. Where are your sheep? They have gone to haywire. Have you seen a shepherd who is moving without sheep following him? So why do you say you are a shepherd when we can't find your sheep? You people sitting here are the evidence of my sheep. This is what makes me a shepherd. Because you have been following me. That's it. If you say you are a shepherd, where are your sheep? <laughs> you know, when I say I'll do things, I'll do things. People, I don't know whether people think I won't do what I say I'll do, but you always know I'll do what I say I'll do. So I've said it again. You'll see me in action very soon. If you are a shepherd, you give your life for your sheep. That is how the sheep will grow. That is how the sheep will live. And every living thing will grow. Is that not the case? When plants are alive, they grow. When animals are alive, they grow. When human beings are alive, they grow. Is that not the case? So if you say you are a shepherd and you are, you, you are giving your life, then there must be growth in your sheep. But you don't see any growth anywhere. Come on. It's so pathetic. Hmm. Because most shepherds and leaders don't think about how to bring their people to church. Just that. They don't think. Oh, you have been, most of you have been doing the self for almost one year. One year without any stable person coming out from you. One year without no, no single person. Zero. Okay. That is a high level of barrenness. One year without any single person. Zero. Hmm. 
So, people are just engaging in activity without results. We are going, we are coming, we are this, we are coming. Where are the results? We don't have it. Oh, Charlie. Now, look at Jesus. When Jesus came on the scene, he was just one person. Few weeks, 12 people were following him. Before he died, 5,000 men were around. And everywhere there are men, women are more. So 10,000 women, 5,000 men. And look, think about every woman having one child, 10,000 children. They, they were following him. When he came, he came alone in a manger, in a small manger. By the time he died, listen, as we speak today, almost two thirds of the world are Christians by one person's sacrifice as a good shepherd. You cannot say you are a shepherd that you don't have a sheep. Then you are taking a walk on the street. You are taking a walk on the street. And most people are just, I mean, they don't think. You see, the easiest way to find out whether people think or not is find out whether they have more excuses or more results. The more you think, the more you have results. But the less you think, the more you have excuses. Why is it not working? I, the reason is that. Yeah. One year, nobody to show. One year. You know, what are you doing? I'm a shepherd. A shepherd of what? A shepherd of air. Air is a mixture of gases. Are you a shepherd of air? Where are your, where are your sheep? Where are your sheep? <laughs> you are a cell leader. Where are your cell members? Mercy. Seven. And lastly, as a thinker, you have to think about the vision and target of the church ministry. Now, this year, last year, I was praying to God to give us 50 Sunday morning church members. Amen? Amen. And we reached 50 Sunday morning church members. Amen. We look clap unto Jesus. Yeah. 5050. Now, we actually have 100 church members. But we, when it comes to people who have come to church, they are 50. There are many people who, this is their church, but they don't come to church because they have traveled. They are, in fact, there are people I've met in Dansuman that they say, Harvestville says they are church. They are saying, eh, I don't know. Even though I'm the pastor. They came once, twice. They say they like the church, it's their church, but they don't come again. But they've said it's their church. There are people like that. If we add all those people, we have passed 100. But I'm talking about people who come to church regularly, usually. Last year, we were around 50. Now, this year, the target is 100 Sunday morning church members. 100. That's the target. Last year, it was 50. We hit 50. This year, is how many? 100. Hundred. Ah, Hundred. And you have to be thinking that how do we get the hundred? If we fix all the chairs here and we add a little more, we will just get hit the hundred. All these chairs. If we fix everybody, we have everybody on every seat and we just fix few more, we will just have hundred. Few more. Very few. Not more than ten. Uh, later about ten. Yeah, we just we just have the hundred. Thirty first December church service. How many of you were here? 
the whole place was filled everywhere chairs people were standing later on that's it it's possible and you have to be thinking that in me as god which department are you prayer what can i do to contribute to that vision me as this what can i do me as church member what can i do that's it now if you are in something and the thing is not growing you and Gassa, are you happy with it okay imagine that when you came to church today you were the only one who came will you be excited you do praises no you do prayer then you do what adoration praises song ministration so you'll be singing here and you'll be dancing there come and sing and you dance you come and preach and you receive it and you write the notes you do offering seed sowing benediction closing you meet yourself as the guest you pray for yourself and you close even building you know when people are not in a building that is completed the building breaks down do you know that no how many of you know that if a building is finished and people don't move into it it breaks down i mean if you buy a shoe and you don't wear it what happens with the shoe it gets forced why because shoes are made to be worn buildings are made to be lived in Churches are made for people to come to church. That's it. Either than that, it's not working. You know? And I don't do things that it's not working. No. So, each and every one of us must begin to think about how we can have this vision come to pass. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Ask the person, what can you do? Ask the person, what can you do for us to get to 100? Ask the person. What did the person say? Make sure the person gives you an answer. What can you do? What can you do? Yeah. By now, people must be writing three things they can do. Yes. You must be writing what I can do to help. It's just a matter of thinking. Just a matter of thinking. Most people say it's impossible to start church like this. But it's possible. And you are in it. As I'm saying, this said it's not just it's not even one year for meetings that we have met. Yes, how many times? How, how many times? And how often will you go to church that one year it looks like this, or one year with this number of people? I mean, it's the truth. They are not. It's not common. It's not common. It may not even be practical for many people. But this is what we are enjoying by grace. That's it. A, a, a medical doctor was telling me, he said, you run there, your church is a small church, you just started, but you run it like a big church. <laughs> Do you know what? I have a big church in mind. Yeah. That's why we live the way we live here. That's why we have the facilities we have here. That's why we do the things the way we do them here. You know? That's why we add class and touch to everything. Amen? And this is just one year. Can you believe what the church will be in five years? Five years. Like what about 20 years? ICGC is uh, 37 years this year. Fantastic church. Can we thank God for ICGC? Yeah. Great church. Yeah. And this is our church at one year. Come on. It's just thinking. It's just what? When I came here, most pastors came to me. They said, Oh, is there a church? I said, Yes, I say, Oh, hmm. church there. Dance woman there. You will take five years before you have maybe 20 members. So I said, It's not me. It's not me. When we started church, we started with 15 members. For the people that I knew were going to be members, 15, one five. 
And that's what I'm talking. Last year we had 50 Sunday morning service members. That's times three and over. That's times three and over. And this year we are having 100 Sunday morning church service members. Yeah. yeah. And it's a product of what? Thinking. 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 When you think, you see that. Now, if everybody here invites one person for next week's service, we will have to run two services next week. Just like that. Because of the social distancing. We would have to just run two services. If everybody says, I'm bringing one person and one person alone, it's done. It's done. And the vision that God gives the leader is the vision that we must run with. Amen. Amen. That is the vision we must run. The vision that God has given the leader. And as I'm saying, this year is 100 members for Sunday morning church service. 100. Amen. Yeah. Nehemiah chapter 2 verse 20. As we close. Nehemiah chapter 2 verse 20. I see our numbers multiply in the name of Jesus. Yeah. I see the numbers multiply in the name of Jesus. Now, if we have more souls, do you know what it means? If we have more people come to church, it means more souls. It means more healings. It means more miracles. It means more transformations. It means more testimony. It means more breakthroughs. It means more leaders are being made. It means more impact. It means more connections to get who to marry, to get job connections. Yeah. Eh, the kind of girl you, you are going out. The kind of lady you want to marry. If that lady was in the church, you would have been going out with her by now. Is it not the case? Because it's not, going, it's not here. Your face looks like a bossy kind. Your face looks like what? A bossy kind's peppers. So when we have more people, it's easy to, ah, this girl, have you seen her? This guy, darling, try it and let's see. It will work. If it doesn't work, yeah. Connections or job. You can just connect people, Charlie. This person works at this place. Can you? That's it. That's it. Nehemiah 2.20 Then answered I them and said unto them, The God of heaven, he will prosper us, therefore we his servants will arise and build. Somebody say amen. amen. Yeah, so God is going to prosper us as a church. Amen. amen. Yeah, but we have to arise and build. Listen, you, you will be surprised. People, there are some people who from the beginning they were coming around because of um, something they stopped coming out, maybe they've traveled or school or something. And yet, the number is going up. Yet, yet, the number is going up. There are people who are in school, who are in SHS, university, because of that, they don't come to church. Yet, the number is always almost the way it is, and it's still going up. That's God. It's God that is working. It's God. It's God. People have gone to school. We have people who were very consistent, very serious, and they have gone to school. What's the last time you saw Mr. Foster here? But even though Mr. Foster is not coming, our number is going up. Now, so what will happen if Mr. Foster comes and David comes and Safura is here? And the many others who were all consistent and were coming are all here. Come on. Just go up. Just go up. So God will prosper us, but first of all, we must arise as a church and build. Amen? Amen. We must build. As we are building, then God is prospering us. So as for the building and the arising there is in our hands. Amen. Amen. Therefore, we his servants 
will arise and build. Tell somebody, arise and build. Arise. Tell another person, arise and build. Arise and build. Yes, arise and build. You're coming with your sofa, you're coming with your pickaxe, you're coming with your something, your, your, your headpan. Amen. You come with something that you are building with. Yeah. And don't worry if you want to stop the church, people will come. As I said, there are people who were coming, they are not here. It's like that. God will grow his church. But you see, the foundation of this church is Jesus Christ. And the working of this church is by the Spirit. I mean, there's no turning back. Simple. So, we, we that we are in the church, we must arise and build. Amen. Amen. We must do what? Arise and build. Yeah, but how do you arise and build? How do you build a house? You are a building person. The people who build houses, do they think or they don't think? They mix things anyhow. When you get concrete, you mix it with sand and you do tale tale. It's thinking, eh? Come. Come and tell us how much building has to do with thinking. T tell us. Everything is thinking. Everything is thinking. Did you hear what he said? Explain. Mike, there's Mike for you. Yes. You have the idea you want to build something. So it means that if you build, you must have an idea. Yes, sir. And what is idea? Um, Thoughts that have been brought together. Yes, sir. So to build, you must already be thinking. So if you are not a thinker, you can't build. No, okay. So it's based on what you thought about, you want to have. Then the architect will design it for you. And I said, give us the architect for this church. You have not given us the drawing. And for my own first house, I want to build. You have not given it. Talk. Be talking. It's a sign that you are not a thinker. So be talking. So the architect to design it, and then um, he gives it to a quantity surveyor who work out the quantities for you. And, and that's also you. thinking. Yes, Papa. Or he just punches things on the calculator. No, sir. He's thinking. Yes, sir. Wow. Okay. So then the people will give you the cost of how much you are going to spend to get that project done. Like $75,000? Yes. Now what for me? Yes. <laughs> and what else? So, <laughs> if you think you can afford... But that's also that. thinking, right? <laughs> Have you seen it? Because we can finish the course and when we give it to you, you are shaking. You are shaking. <laughs> you have to think that, sir. Can you do it? And then, you have to Thinking. Go on. So, if you can afford it, them the oh, use ahead. the mic, eh, If you can afford it, you give them the go ahead to build for you. And they're going to get the construction team who will also sit down and study your drawings very well. Ah, so they sit down and study the drawing. That's also what? Thinking. <laughs> okay. So after studying your drawing, they'll have to go to the site also that you have, mm -hmm. the land you have bought that you want to have the project. They'll go and see if what you are thinking of building can actually be done on that line. and that's also a, a product of what okay so if it's possible mm -hmm. then you must start releasing the money and then and the money is also a product of what all right <laughs> so when you start releasing the money they will start, start with the materials and everything they start so if they are all carrying the concrete to this side and me i decide to carry it to this side to go and pour it in a fish pond i am i am i am not right i'm not thinking Every step. Can you clap for Raymond? Every step of building something is a product of what? Thank you. Think if God says we should arise and build a church, what is he telling us? 
we should think. Just think. You know, Charlie? Just think. And as I'm saying, Africans, we are not into thinking. We are into shawele. Shawele. Into shilinguya honi ankoda. Ediasem. Huh? You must be able to sit down to build what God wants you to build. And as the building expert is telling us, it's a product of what? Thinking. So this morning service is think and be thinking. In fact, if you are a lady and you think, you will not get pregnant before you marry. <laughs> yes, if you think. Yes. If you don't think, dear. Your nose crowd will be pregnant. We will see you one day. Your nose has gone up. So I said, my nose is pregnant. My nose is carrying twins. You see the kind of ladies men impregnate and leave them. They are almost the same, as if they are cousins. They are, ah, ah. You see ah. It's like they are cousins. Mulligano's heads. Watermelon. Big fruit. When you open it, you think you are going to see a lot of food. It's watermelon. Watermelon head. Hold the head of the person closest to you and try and feel whether it's a watermelon. Is it watermelon? Shake the head and see. Is it watermelon head? I think so. Yeah. Watermelon head. That's why. You can go out of the tent right now. You can meet a guy and say, oh, wow. I want to marry. Then he say, when, please? <laughs> hey! Forgive. Forgive. So come and, come and cook for me. Okay, I'm coming. What do you like? <laughs> Forgive. So life generally responds to thinking. The more you think, the more you can build for God. Yeah. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, grant me the thinking mind. Lift up your voice and pray. As I'm part of this church, oh God, I pray, grant me the grace to think. To think and to do my work. Oh, lift up your voice. Let's pray. No, I want to hear you pray. Lift up your voice. I want to hear you pray. Lift up your voice. No, no. People are not praying. I said lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Father, for the work you have given me in this church, I receive grace to think. Lift up your voice. It will take thinking to build the house of God. It will take thinking. Lift up your voice. Pray. 
you are a church member, you are a department member, you are a department head, you are a shepherd, you are a cell leader. Lift up your voice and pray. Father, grant me the mind to think. Think about how to be a soul winner. Lift up your voice and pray. Think about how to invite people to church. Lift up your voice and pray. Think about my commitment to the work of God. Lift up your voice and pray. Think about how to be productive as a member. Lift up your voice and pray. Think about how to solve problems in the house of God. Lift up your voice and pray. Think about the vision and the target for this year and how to achieve it. Lift up your voice and pray. Father, grant us the grace to think. Father, grant us the grace to think. Father, grant us the grace to think. The grace to think in order to become a solution provider in the house of God. The grace to think in order to become a kingdom asset in the house of God. The grace to think. The Bible said, come and let us reason together. Come and let us reason together. Come and let us reason together. Father, grant me the grace to think. Father, grant me the grace to be a thinker. Some people are taking the prayer very serious. Lift up your voice and pray. Father, grant me the grace to be a thinker. La pata shaka prata kapala namasa. Masa pata prata kapala damasekala. Ila pande sepalo parosa paliasa. Mambranda la damasa prata kapala damasa. Lantala namasa prata In Jesus' name, amen. I want us to pray our last prayer. Nehemiah 2.20, 
Then answered I them and said unto them, The God of heaven, he will prosper us. Therefore, we servants will arise and build. Now, we understand that arise and build means arise and think. You remember? We are praying. Father, as a church, grant us the grace to think and find solutions in order for us to meet the target of 100 Sunday morning church service members. Lift up your voice and pray. Father, grant us the grace. The grace. The grace to find solutions. Lift up your voice. Pray. Father, grant us the grace to think, to find answers, O oh God. Zele de vesheprete kevele de mon shapa. Koparata kapala daba shapa la brababala daba. La pata prakapala daba La katakata baladaba shapra takapa. La pata sapra vakapana nama shaka pratas. Eladaba shapra takapala daba In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you. We receive grace to be thinkers. In the name of Jesus, we call it done. Amen. Amen. Has it been a wonderful service? I want you to clap unto Jesus for the word of God. Hallelujah. I want us to raise a seed. I want us to raise a seed. Father, as I plant this seed, I ask for grace to think, to become a productive thinker. A productive thinker. The difference in life is not the height of men, but the depth of their thinking. The depth of their thinking. Father, grant me grace. You have received all you need to know today in order to assess your next level with ease. Agree to the word. Accept it. Adjust to it and apply it. Your results are coming. You can contact the man of God on plus 233-577-296-916 or on SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, podcast, and YouTube via the handle Prophet Ohinibe Queen. You can also meet him live at the Mountain of Results Auditorium, Dansuman Market Complex, Accra, Ghana. Stay blessed. To clear my path.